the journey is the destination. The journey is the destination. How many of you guys like getting where you're going? I do. As a matter of fact, I think we do so much. That's why in our GPS systems, they usually display an estimated time of arrival. You know, when am I going to get there? But how many of you know that such conveniences are not always the case when on a journey with God? We don't always have an ETA or even a roadmap that we can easily view our every step we were about to take before we take it from start to finish. How many of you know that with God, He demands our faith? And with faith comes obedience. I want to share an anecdote. Happened to me a little while ago last week, where the actions of my son made a profound impression upon me. It was the evening, and my eight-year-old son wanted to join me on a bike ride. Now, this wasn't going to be any bike ride, no. We were going to ride all the way to da 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 Publix, the grocery store, the promised land, to pick up some sweet goodies to share with the family. Now, a lot of us may look at a trip like that and say, yeah, why are you going to bust your back riding all the way out there when you could simply hop in the car and be there in two minutes? Good question. And I thought of this as we set upon our journey, how the truly delightful part of all this was not the candy waiting for us at the store, but the time that father and son were about to share together on this trek. I believe God is like that with us. He could very well snap his fingers and have this all done in an instant, but he chose to involve us in his mission to spread the gospel. Think about that, for the love that father and child would share together. Let's move on. Well, we set off, and the road is challenging in its own way. It's got its uphills and downhills, but the thing that left the greatest impression on me was seeing how my son reacted to crosswalks. Now, he knows the family rule in regard to crossing the street. Do it with dad. And if he doesn't, there will be consequences. I was blessed as a father because there's just something different about witnessing some of these things as a parent. To witness my son stop at every street to wait for my approval to cross. Didn't matter if it was a little side street with no cars. Sometimes he'd even confuse me a little. Like, why are you stopping? But then I remember, oh right, he's choosing obedience. I believe the Lord delights in us when we deliberately choose obedience on the path that he has laid out for us. Doesn't matter if it's big or small, but the act in itself shows a commitment to love and trust our Father in Heaven. So we finally make it to Publix, find our candy, and head home. And so I felt that perhaps the Lord was showing me something that I needed to pass along to someone here today. In the book of Exodus, it's chronicled how God led His people through the wilderness after He delivered them from Egypt and set them off towards the Promised Land. The people had no GPS route, no estimated time of arrival, no highways. The Bible says that a pillar of cloud appeared by day and a pillar of fire appeared by night. 
and the people followed God's leading in that way. You know how long it takes to walk from Egypt to Israel by foot? About eight and a half days. It's a little over a week of walking. Yet the Bible says that God led the Israelites for 40 years through the wilderness before they reached the Promised Land. And if you read through Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, you'll see how so much disobedience was refined out of the character of the Israelite congregation. How people died by their craving of meat over God's will for their lives were struck by plague for their rebellion, or were even swallowed whole by the very earth for inciting insurrection. Lord, help us not to be like that. But the truth is, all of us have been before. Every single one of us have sinned before and have fallen short of God's glory. We all have rebelled against God's word. And if we're ever gonna reach that place, or that thing that God has assigned us to do, then maybe it's a dream that the Lord has put on your heart. We've got to follow God in complete obedience first and seek only Him to fulfill us in life. Not the devices of this world or the lusts of our flesh, but our hearts must be tuned to Him and Him only as the sustainer of our souls. So tell me, Daniel, how is the journey the destination? Look, we all have a place or a dream that perhaps the Lord put upon our heart, just like the promised land was for the Israelites. But would you believe me if I told you that if you and I were to be given the world and much more, yet live outside of God's will, it would be nothing short of tribulation. Conversely, if you were locked away, shipwrecked, or even martyred for your faith in God while living according to God's will, you would be headed for paradise and bear a peace and a power inside of your soul that nothing in this world could ever compare. Therefore, it's not so much about where you're headed, but who you're headed there with. If you're living in God's will for your life, you're already where you need to be in the loving arms of our Father in heaven. Jesus said himself the night before he was to be crucified, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So who wants to live obedient today? Who wants to lay down idols, slay the flesh, and choose God's patience over our own desires by the power of the Holy Spirit? We can do that today. All of us can, but only by the power that resides in God's presence. Let's ask Him to come into the room today. Let's ask God to change our hearts and make it soft, willing to submit to His will above our own in our lives. That can be a challenge. But with a little help from the Holy Spirit, I believe we can all embody the childlike faith and obedience of my son on our bike ride to be faithful even in the smallest of ways. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you are wonderful, majestic, and all-powerful. You spoke creation into existence by your words alone. 
and you have also spoken your will over each and every one of our lives. Please help us to regard your will the same way we regard the majesty of the mountaintop or the beauty of a crushing wave. Your word is sovereign, and no matter what, man cannot assert his will above yours. So please, help us to choose obedience today. Help us to live according to what your word says, what all of your word says, not gratifying the flesh or redefining your truths, but patiently reading your gospel and living by your Ten Commandments and the words of Jesus Christ. Help us to seek your will and your righteousness in our life so that we can be used to spread your word and your kingdom to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.